When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to The Mentor. I'm Mark Boris. Now, normally I give you the intro, um, but I'm not doing that today because uh, today we're going to talk about ourselves. So it's Nick Boris, Nick Fordham and myself, and we're going to talk about The Mentor. Uh, we're going to talk about the Mentor Podcast, we're going to talk about uh, the Mentor TV show, and we're going to talk about mentored.com.au, our website, and uh, this is all about us. Yep, totally all about us. Actually, now we want to talk about where the idea started and you know why we do it, why we did it in the first place, and did we ever think to ourselves we're going to end up with a TV show and a website, like a marketplace, you know, talk about some of the dramas, a bit of the fun we've had, and uh, so I want to hand it over to the boys, I'm sick of talking, so... Uh, what do you reckon, guys? As they say, mate, uh, it's Nick Fordham here. Uh, be careful what you wish for. Um, it's been quite a journey uh, the past couple of years when we first set out doing a, a humble little podcast that's now grown. I've obviously partnered with Podcast One and uh, morphed into now a TV show on the Seven Network and now launching mentored.com.au. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting times. Well, yeah, we got a lot of people listening here. They, they think to themselves, geez, I'd love to set up a business and you know, we wish we could do that. How much fun you guys must be having. Why don't we just, uh, one of the two Nicks explained like how we started this, like where the idea come from. Well, actually, Nick Fordham first started the, the idea with me back back in, um, I don't know when it was, three, four years ago. Don't blame me. Well, we thought, well, <laughs> I, th- I remember talking, you know, thinking, well, I could do a podcast. You thought I could do a podcast and we talked about just putting one up. Yeah. Talk about I, small I, businesses. Just the background. So um, I was traveling with Mark. I was down in Melbourne and I noticed a lot of people coming up to me at the airport and and asking for his advice and handing him a self-help book with their business card in it. And I asked him, "Is this does this often happen? And he said, this happens all the time, whether in Martin Place or airports or elevators or wherever it is. So I thought of the idea of, um, you know, channeling all that um, that energy into a podcast and speaking to a broader audi- audience. Uh, at that stage, uh, Nico Boris um, partnered with us and we, with no money, uh, deliberately not to um, – not to throw money at it and market it and advertise it straight away, but it was more of a social experiment that we all sort of tested to see if we could build an audience uh, organically. And um, we did that pretty quickly and brought some partners on. Um, we made money in the first year, I think. Might, maybe the second year. We made some money. Invested back in the business? No, no, we didn't take any money out, but yep. we made money. <laughs> and our first uh, podcast, we did when we first started podcasting, we did it up in King's Cross in uh, – what was the name of that joint? The X Studio. The X Studio, which is some old nightclub or something. Uh, and we used to look down King's Cross, down the street there at King's Cross at seven in the morning. I used to come there after the gym, 
just buried uh, gym gear on, which I got gym gear on this morning, and that uh, was all pretty casual, a bit of fun. And uh, but in those days, we had like sometimes six guests. Nick Boris mostly got, or you two mostly got the guests, but Nick used to get old uni mates of his, and we used to scrape around. Yeah, so look, it wasn't hard getting getting guests. Getting good guests was was a challenge, and you know, with Nick's little black book, that sort of helped out. Um, but I guess you know, to, to further to Nick's point, um, having all those guests really taught me what we needed to do and where we needed to go with with the podcast and more more to take the podcast. A podcast is obviously scaling you, you know, getting you out to a wider audience. But how do we take that notion one step further and? And, and scale what it means to be a mentor. Like how do we, how do we digitize that? So, um, you know, something that I, I certainly learned from producing uh, or co-producing all those podcasts with Nick for the 18 months prior to, to coming here to podcast one was, um, was the small business journey is, is, is pretty much identical to, to any size business's journey, but the challenges that they experience are, um, are more severe, uh, you know, by virtue of their size. So, um, I guess what we wanted to do when we, um, you know, when we launched the TV show and, um, which was, you know, a similar style of, of scaling you like a podcast is, but, but then to take that step, um, take it one step further and have a, um, have a, have a platform that, uh, that, that follows a small business along their journey. So f- from everything from setup to, um, educating themselves, um, to finding support and partnership and to eventually exiting. So I mean that's what we did with with Mentored. Um, we've got a marketplace for small businesses to to buy products and services to help set themselves up um, and get a, a really good rate. We've got editorially driven deals, deals that that yourself and and other mentors that have featured on the show have, have pointed out to us as things that that uh, that they and their businesses use. Um, we've got um, partners that are offering. She's holding the microphone. <laughs> <We've> got, <laughs> go get going. We've got we've got partners that are uh, that are um, offering exclusive deals to our community only. Um, we've got great content that, uh, that actually Hugh and his team, our producer here have, uh, shot alongside the man. So hello, you. <laughs> From the, um, that Hugh and his team went alongside the, uh, the main TV production team and, and, and got some great behind the scenes content, um, lessons, uh, trials, tribulations, things that small businesses can take into their own businesses to help, um, to help them along that journey and, and eventually, um, achieve success. Um, and then the, uh, the last part that, which we're, we're quite excited about is, um, we're calling it a listing portal, but what it, what it really should be is, um, is an investment platform for, uh, small businesses to, uh, to attract investment and partnership into their business. And look, we're not talking about, you know, fancy, uh, institutional, um, capital. We're talking about, um, real partners, um, that can help alleviate, um, the, the financial and the emotional burden of running a business. Wow. I'm just gobsmacked. Good job, Nick. That's a wrap. <laughs> That's it. We might as well go. That's enough. No, no, well, and and well, I, I guess just to take us through the stages. And um, I mean, you know, it wasn't I wasn't like particularly hard for us, but it was times there that I thought to myself, "This is not going to work. I don't think this is going to make it." Like you know, it was interesting. The audience we had a good audience, but whether or not it was a business or not, I was often sort of challenging myself. Is, is there any business in this? And, you know, the business is we're rich with content, as you just said, and we, we're offering a real lot to everybody out there. But the business for us is actually getting the audience, a bigger audience, like, as you said, scale. We need scale. We need a and, – and sort of the TV show, part of our objective is TV show is actually to tell audiences where they can actually come to get real rich content. And really the TV show is, yep, it's about interesting stuff. It's a good TV show. It's eight episodes. But really for small businesses, we want them to come to the website – mentor.com.au where the real deep rich content is and where all the help is the real help and it's a device for us 
that's one of the uh, the words you just mentioned there. Help was probably one of the um, one of the things that stood out for me in the early stages of. And I own and run small businesses, and and you know you I'm fortunate enough that a couple of them are doing well, but it's not easy, you know. And I one of the things that came out of all this is just seeing the struggle that most people in small business are in, and they usually struggle in silence. You know, they um, they either take their issues home or they you know they let them fester inside, but whether it's um, trying to grow or their business going backwards or um, struggling to digitize their business or understand social media or whatever it is, uh, I think that help um, word is, you know, so important. And that's what I think what Mentored is, you know, really set out to do is to to guide people, support people in small business because as you've pointed out, Mark, there's, you know, there's no safety net for these guys and just let that living over their head of, you know, of knowing that, one fuck up and it's all gone. You know, when you think about these people have families, they have, you know, they have mortgages, the, the, the risk of, of losing it all, it's severe. Um, so that's, what's really hit me of seeing small businesses, what they've, what they're going through day in, day out. Um, and that's what I really hope Mentor's going to do, of course, educate and support and all those things, but just really be a, a helping hand for, for anyone in business to, um, to take their business to the next level or, Help them bring on a partner, or and just survive. Just survive. I mean, like, we're lucky. I mean, I mean, it was bad enough for me going through building this business, mentor, the mentor, or mentor.com and the TV show. You know, I got access to million experts, yeah. and I've also got a partnership with you guys. So, and now even you, where you know, when we want to vent, because everyone wants to vent in the business, say we have a whinge, I had a whinge this morning. Um, you know, like you, but a lot of these small business owners, they don't have anyone to talk to. They might have their wife or their partner or their husband to go home to to talk to, but generally, not speaking, that they got their own set of problems that they're dealing with. So, um, what mentored.com.au is actually, we want to offer help. We want to yeah. be their partner. So, there's a place where you can vent. You can get on there and say, has anyone had any experience with GST or Bass or you know, using Instagram or whatever, and then peers, peers who are in the same industry as them, or might not even be in the same industry as them, who who get up and answer the question. Sort of like, it's the sort of thing I do with you guys when I want something that I I think, oh, should, should we do this? Should we do this particular task? I talk to you about it. Um, now Hugh helps us. Um, and I, in my Yellow Big Road business, I've got people who I talk to, yeah. and small businesses don't have it. So mentored is about offering that help through peers. And that's really important. So, you know, Nick Boris here has been responsible for the project of getting the software up and running. And, you know, with that launch, it goes live when the TV show goes live on uh, next uh, Monday night. Next Monday, Mon- yeah. Monday night, 9 p.m. Our TV show hits the road. hits, And, you know, the, this is the real deal then. Um, and people will be able to go on there and register uh, or showcase their business. And they'll be able to – it's free and they can be there forever. And they can talk to each other. They can put questions up and ask each other questions. Put a question up, and if if no one else answers it, one of our experts might come and answer it. I might answer it, or one of their peers might ex- answer it. And, and Nick, why don't you talk about Nick Boris? Why don't you give us the give us the structure of mentor.com? What's the objectives behind it? There's lots of layers. But give us some of the objectives, particularly the peer to peer stuff. Yeah. So I mean, scaling. When I when I talked about scaling, you, I also talk knowing. Um, Taking note of of the fact that people like yourself, people that are featured on on the podcast and on the TV show, are in the same position. Um, you know that people are uh, emailing them, getting in touch via social media, LinkedIn, whatever, um, and they just don't have the time to talk to everybody. 
um, or they they're answering the same question a hundred times. Yeah. Um, so I mean, what what the community was about for us was was providing a place for small businesses, the the high street fruit shop owner, hairdressers, uh, nail salons, whatever, um, the people that don't feel like they're part of um, a professional community. What is what is meant? What what we as a society define as a professional, someone who wears a suit to work. Um, giving them a place to connect with each other and also connect with the people that that are in the know, that have had success in, in, in their respective fields in the past as well. So, um, yeah, the community portion is is, is definitely a, a strong feature of connecting people in, in the small business space. Um, we've got um, all the experts from that are featured on the show. Um, we've got some people that are featured on the podcast that will be part of the mentored community, and they're answering your questions too. Um, and the questions – the questions uh, not only get answered, but they stay there forever. And there's a constant reference point for you if you want to um, know more about um, a certain topic um, and, and want uh, the collective input from um, not just the community, the small business community, but people that are leading those industries too. And how can, and I mean, one of the things that, one of the features is we're going to appoint mentors or and or peers can appoint mentors. What's that thinking around that? I mean, outside of someone being a, a real expert. Yeah, so, so, Mentors are, are anyone that's that's leading um, leading the industry and that have that are being celebrated by the small business community. But it, does, it doesn't have to be someone like me, for example, or, or someone yeah, well, really well known. Well, you know, well, there is no rigid structure to selecting a mentor. Basically, um, you know, if if the community is telling us to put them up there as a as a, as a mentor, if um, if, if through our um, our day to day we're seeing these people pop up around the small business community, then they'll be all mentored as a mentor. Yeah, great. I mean, it's because some people just love to be able to share mm. what they know, and we we call it paying it forward. I mean, one of the big concepts of the big uh, messages that we keep pushing through, we will be pushing through on the TV show when it goes through, is paying it forward. Most people in business, you know, so called experts, have had help on the way through. I mean, there's nothing new out there. I mean, we don't really invent anything. Not many of us have invented anything. It's just someone's been telling us what to do and holding our hand on the way through. So. People assume that people like me or and or other people like Jack Singleton's one of our one of our mentors, one of our experts and mentors. Someone showed him what to do. Probably his old man and all the people that surround his father. Um, you know, like and Jack is really happy to pay it forward and actually help people and actually express to people what it's taken him thirty years probably to work out. Yeah, and that's really valuable to these people who are sitting there out there on their own, thinking no one wants to talk to me, no one wants to help me. One of the things I've seen recently, ever since you know, video became a really important part of LinkedIn, um, is the, the amount of people wanting to share their own uh, videos, um, their own insights into whether a specific topic in their own industry, whether they're real estate agents or lawyers or entrepreneurs, and that's off their own bat. That's not someone saying, hey, listen, can you put a video up? That's them thinking, okay, well, I've got a network of people and I've got something important to share. And I think it's quite interesting. So it's obviously not, you know, Mark, you're an influencer on LinkedIn and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of high profile people on LinkedIn, but it's just the average people in business who feel that they want to contribute something. They want to put something out there in, in, into, um, into uh, the stratosphere in terms of their advice, their guidance, their learnings. Uh, and I think that's a really important sign that people are prepared to pay it forward. Um, and as Nick was highlighting as well, it doesn't need to be someone that's super successful or wealthy or, or famous or anything else. It's just someone who's had some success. That person's probably had some failings along the way. They've learned from that and they want to pay that information forward. And I think that is such a valuable thing in society. As I've said before, 
the amount of people that are just lost in business at the moment um, and just need some guidance. And whether that's from a Mark Boris or a bloke who owns three real estate agencies, it, it, it all, all, all counts. Yeah, when, and like we had three and a half thousand people audition to be on the TV show. Um, and we only advertised it for like two or three weeks, and it was around Christmas time. It surprised me when we had so many people, and these people are all people who, as you just said, are people who are struggling a bit. Yeah. So all small business owners. We could only choose eight, um, but all small business owners. And I just wonder whether it would have been fifty thousand people if we had had given it a proper run during a ratings period. And my gut feeling is, as most small business owners in this country today, and there's a couple of million of them between self-employed and small business owners at 2.2 million, you know, around that number, whatever it is, I would say at least half of them feel totally alone. Completely. And no one to talk to. And no one, they think no one cares about them. So all we're trying to do here is create a, a platform for everybody to be part of a community. And, you know, it really shits me. I mean, they call it the small business sector. Well, it's actually should be called the significant business sector. Yeah. And this is, you know, the biggest sector in this country. You know, and, you know, we got politicians, you know, and they, their heart's in the right place. They say, you know, the small business owners in this country, the, the engine room in this country. Well, in an economic sense, that's true. But, okay, let's just talk about, let's not keep calling them small business owners because the moment you call someone a small business, immediately they feel like they're on the back foot. Like you say to someone, you're a small business. Oh, hang on. No, I'm small and I'm not significant. In other words, I'm not important, mm. which means I've got no say. Mm. But what this is about, what mentored about is actually creating an environment where they actually feel like a part of a community where they can rise up and they can actually take their place as being the most significant people in this country, mm. my view. Mm. And that's our view. I know that we all share that view. Mm. One of the things that, especially through the mentor TV show that, uh, and one of the things that was really important for us when we set out on this journey was not just doing businesses in our local area. So, you know, it'd be convenient for you, Mark, to, you live in Sydney to, from Cronulla through to the North Shore to the Western suburbs, but we went to regional areas around this country. And I think that as well, when you talk about people being isolated in business, especially when you get out of the big cities and you go into those regional areas where, you know, um, vastly changing, whether it's rural areas where, where farming's, you know, on a, on the back foot and, you know, in a declining industry and, and those types of things. I think the pressure um, of isolation in those areas outside of metro cities, um, and that's where I think Mentor's great because everyone has access to, you know, the internet and everyone has access then to our community. So I think that's another thing to point out as well when you talk about small business, that it, not just talking about in, in main cities, this is right across this country. And I'd love to come up with a new word and not call them small business. It just get, kills me, but well, I, mean, I don't know what the word is. But let's change it today. What's the well, let's, what's, what's the word? Let's, uh, let's shop it around. Like, I mean, I'd be actually interested for people who listen to the podcast to come back and tell us, what should we call the sector? SME, well, that, that means nothing. Small business, that just keeps driving into everyone's mind that they're insignificant. What about just business? <laughs> just, like, they're all in, we're all in business. But it doesn't matter if you're small or large no. or medium. And by the way, how do you work out? I know some people in so-called small business make more money people in medium business and or large business. I know individuals who run their own little business, self-employed people, just one person who make an absolute fortune. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and is that small? I mean, no, that's significant. What it is, is there a community that actually employ more than 60%. The other day I worked out, we've got 11 million employees in this country. 11 million people are gainfully employed, okay? Of that, 60% um, of that, 6 million people are employed by so-called a small business sector. 6 million. 
That's, you know, that's a significant number. And there are, on top of that, there are another 2.1 million people who run small to medium enterprises. That's 8.1 million people out of the 11 million people gainfully employed come out of this so-called small business sector. That's 80, just on 78%. That's ridiculous. I mean, and by the way, the government should be doing more about it and they should be looking toward toward them and paying a lot more a lot more attention and the government should be and, – and the government's not going to do it because, you know, the government's hamstrung. So what we're trying to do here, and us three anyway, what we're trying to do is actually get them a voice. This yeah. is about getting them a voice as well. I mean, by the way, every time someone puts up a question, we can go to the government and say, that's what everybody wants to know. People all want to know when there's going to, when's this tax reduction going to – this tax break going to come through, this re- reduced taxes that you t- keep talking about. When are they going to come through? Government, when are you going to pay attention? Small business owners have no voice, nowhere to put their best foot forward. There is nobody talking to them, and we need to talk to them. Nico, Boris, I want to ask you a question. Do you remember when we first, you came up with the idea and we started talking about Nick and Nick, come up with the idea we were going to do a TV show? Do you remember when we f- did the, the, we actually built the first sizzle? First sizzle reel? Yeah, I do, I do remember. Yeah. The- do you remember the fun that we had with that, trying to build it and trying to pitch it up there to various networks? Yeah, I do. Um, there was, I think you were swearing too much for most networks to handle. Yeah. But we eventually um, found a, a willing party in Channel 7. Yeah. And, and, and I think people should understand this, this getting a TV show up is not that easy. <clears throat> I don't know. I think we, we shopped it around and we got a bit um, down there a few times. I did anyway. I thought this is never going to happen. Um, we probably shopped around for about a year. Well, Would that be just, right? Just on that, the, the, the show itself, um, the phrase these days about reality TV. I mean, you look what's on TV when in that genre of reality TV. Well, in, in fact, it's not reality TV because it's, they're all great shows and it's unreality. And, and it's unreality. And, and they're, it's run by producers who are putting a cast of people uh, in situations to see how they react and putting pressure on. We could the, call the, it the, emotional the, TV. And, but the they thing were. I love <clears throat> about this show, the, the mentor is it's real TV. These are real lives uh, they're real scenarios. It's real pain. And, you know, there's some – every episode that I've seen so far is different because everyone's environment is different. Their personal circumstances are different. Their financial circumstances are different. And everyone has got – and that's why having this platform is just going to be such a, a great benefit for anyone because – I actually call our, uh, our genre – I mean, it's reality TV, but they've – because reality TV has taken on this heavily produced – Format they they call us obdoc. What is it? Can you help me out? Do you know what the ob stands for? Observational documentary. observational documentary. So I mean, and and they appointed our, you know our, our executive producer. She only produces that sort of stuff, right? Right. But because and and she was telling me that she's not allowed to play around with the reality of it because it is this format. It's it's like a documentary. You're not. She's actually constrained in what she can what she can um, she can tell you to do and tell the people that, that well, are, they don't tell me doing that, that featured <clears throat> yeah. as part of the show. So this is real. This is like this is reality TV in the truest sense of the word that you know where everything that's happening on the show is what what we're seeing in real life. This isn't playing up to the camera, the dramas, the the emotions, the the comedy, the um, success and the failures of, of the, these businesses uh, is an accurate re- reflection of what's going on in the economy right now. You know, that, that's quite interesting observation documentary. Observational documentary, obdoc, obdoc, um, and, and it's it's actually it's a quite a good term because um, you're right. They they don't produce me on the show. They don't tell me what to say. I mean, they, they might say, "Mark, could you say it again?" Because I didn't say it clearly. I might not have mm. enunciated things, but 
I'm not being told how to react. And they can't, they're not telling the individuals in the show each episode how to react either or how to speak to me. I'm getting real stuff from them. This is real emotion, real drama. And some of the th- stories that unfold freak me out too because I'm actually not even really briefed. So I won't, I don't want to give any of the shows away, but in some of the episodes away, but some, in some of the episodes, I find things out about them that really rock me, that, um, that I get a shock about. And uh, and the production, the producers on purpose don't tell me about it so that I can't play around with it. And I've got to discover it myself. And when I discover that some of these things, my God, like uh, it changes my tone straight away because I think, oh, how did you ever get through your business environment? How did you run your business with those things affecting you in the background? Mm. And and in and in some cases, quite solid emotional events have occurred in these people's lives. Which, by the way, a lot of pe- happens to a lot of people in small business. That just f- literally freaks me out. And, and in all those scenarios, if you're in small business and you you have really testing times in your life or personal tragedy or whatever it is, you can't just say, "Well, I'm not going to go back to work tomorrow." You know, yeah. you've got to turn back up to work. And when we talked about before, you can't ring with a sickie. You can't do that, um, especially when you've got a shop front, you've got customers and all those types of things. When we did make the sizzle, um, Mickey, who's a mate of mine who's got the fruit and veg shop in, in, um, in Redfern, um, you know, we look, there's a, quite a few different things about Mickey of um, that when, when you peeled back the, the layer, the, the surface um, that uncovered um, some real challenges he's been through. And one of the ones that his brother who worked with his partner in the business had a break and enter in his house. He's chased a robber out, was run over and killed. And Mickey had to turn back up. He couldn't take time off. You know, his partner, his brother, tragically killed. But he, his business was, you know, he operates, he needs to be the markets every day. He needs to supply all his restaurants. Mm. And that's where you really understand. And one of the things I have, a, I always try to remind myself, you never really know what people are going through in their private lives, mm. you know, and they've got to turn up and they're working seven days a week and, and whether they're in financial hardship or they're in personal hardship, you, you can't, mm. you know, just assume, you know, what people are going through and they might be just going through a tough patch in business. Mm. They the, might be going through a tough patch personally as well. You know, the, uh, the, the, the sick day, the, you know, mental stress day and the holiday just doesn't exist yeah. in, in business. If yeah. you're in business for yourself, um, you know, Nick and I were joking around, like he's got, uh, two kids and he's, they're always sort of making him sick. And, um, you know, you can't, you can't afford to take like, you know, the days where you just feel like, geez, I, I you know, I need to stay home today, but you can't, you got to go in. And I mean, like, you know, and I'm not, look, I'm not trying to score pity points here, but, um, you know, over a week ago, my, uh, relation, my relationship with my, my partner ended, um, two years and it was a tough week. And fuck, I, I was like, there was some mornings where I like, I go, geez, I just want to fucking stay here in bed and not do anything. You know, and like you can't, it's just, it just gets lumped onto the top of everything else that you've got going on and your yeah. mental stress and you just fucking got to go in and keep going. But some, but yeah. it's funny you say Nick, but sometimes for me, yeah. I actually think that's a great thing because, yeah. you know, mind you, staying home might not have actually helped me. Having to get up and work and not think about it and not mm. think about the things that's bugging me, but actually get in and get on the treadmill again, as tough as it is, sometimes it's a great thing. And that's why... To me, small business owners are extraordinarily resilient. And one of the things I've just learnt, not just now, but I mean I've been learnt again or be reminded of again doing the show and doing the series, is the resilience of all these people who have these massive personal problems, but irrespective, mm. they turn up the next mm. day. Yeah. And that's that's resilience. And that's the thing that should be 
applauded by our government. And, it should, and to me, it should be rewarded by the government. I mean, this is not a matter of, oh, we're going to give small businesses a, a new tax rate. We're going to reduce the tax rate from 29% down to 25% over 10 years or whatever it is. Um, that, that's, they should be making this a reward. Mm. Think, you know, you know, because of all these things. You know, it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a segue to, 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 to mentored here. Um, so apologies for the plug. I guess that's what we're here to do today. But um, I, I, I always talk about, you know, when we're talking about a mentor, I always talk about a, a mate of mine down in Double Bay. He's got a cafe, a really successful cafe. And having um, just the, you know, like I asked him, I said, look, how, how have you done it? You know, he goes, mate, him and his, him and his partner, his business partner, um, who partnered up some time ago, that was the real inflection point for them. And turning, um, you know, going from, you know, working in your business seven days a week, never seeing your family, never taking a holiday, never taking a sick day to working, you know, to having someone who, to bring you on a partner, someone who can share not only the financial stress of running a business, but also the, you know, the emotional burden too. Um, so having um, the point at which he brought his partner in, they, now, they, they both now work four days a week. They both take four weeks, at least four weeks of holiday a year. They both have time to tend to their families and and have you know days for themselves when they need to. Um, and and the business is, has more than doubled in size. Well, that's that's an interesting point. We're going to go to the break, but one of the things I want to talk about when we come back from the break is one of the things that mentored.com.au does. We recognise that people may need an investor or a partner down the track. And what platform is there yeah. to find those people? And, and how do you get ready for that? And, ha- and how do you prepare for that? Yeah. And, and we'll, I'll, we'll come back to that because yeah. Mentored actually concentrates on that. Well, welcome back to The Mentor. So I was just talking to the two Nicks then about um, the concept. And Nick Boris is right. I mean, I've always done this. I've always had a partner. Um, and or brought a partner in down the track. And Nick Boris is a hot, big believer in that. He understands how that works, and so does Nick Fordham. Nick, Nick Fordham is in partnerships just about all over Australia. He's everywhere. <laughs> He's like Eddie Maguire. Like, it's, this, is, this, is, this is big time. So, just having a crack. So, but, but this is important. So, the small business owner, like Nick Boris just talked about the cafe owner, Double Bay. Yep. When you bring in a partner, one of the reasons you bring in a partner is not only maybe for a bit of capital, but it's also human capital that they bring in. That is an opportunity to give you a break and or someone to lean on and someone that can encourage you and someone you can talk to. And But most small businesses don't know where to find these people. I mean, through this podcast, I'm, every week I get people, the question I'm always getting asked is, how do I go and find investors? But when you're trying to invest, find investors, you shouldn't be just looking for someone's money to use up. You should be looking for somebody who's actually going to add some value to the business. And one of the values they can add to your business is give you, give you the opportunity to have a couple of weeks holiday with your family. Because at the end of the day, that's the reason we're doing all this. We're not doing it because we want to work all day. We're doing it because we want to have a better life for our families Correct. and ourselves. And so our mentor.com.au has a listing piece there, Nick, Nick Boris, and this listing portal. You want to explain how that works? Sure. So yeah, having, look, having a partner is, is, is so important. Um, you know, a lot of people say, well, I can go and hire somebody, but it's, no, you need more than that. You need someone who's truly, and, and, and to your point about just seeking money as well when you need dollars. So you might have you might have dollars and you might want to hire an employee or you might not have dollars and you want to hire an investor, but those are the two wrong reasons for for having, those are the two wrong approaches to, to fixing the problems that are in your business. You need a partner who can bring you some dollars, but also bring you something else. Um, so... Uh, the, the the listing portal is is about finding someone who's truly vested in what you're doing. Um, you know, part of you know being on mentored when when you sign up is it is that you'll live there forever. You'll have a profile and you'll be showcasing yourself to the small business community. 
not just the small business community, but people that are also interested in in having a small business too. So, I mean, in that, you, we, we hope that you're going to find the person that aligns most with you and can be your partner going forward. So, before we before you can put your hand up to to seek partnership, you need to get ready, um, and and that's that's something that we've that no one in the market is is truly addressing right now. You can't just put your hand up and say, hey, hey, oh, you know, my business is for sale, or I'm I'm looking for partnership. Great, the person that's you know, if you, the right partner, the person that you you want to be your partner is going to come in and scrutinise what you're doing, and that's just natural, right? This is called due diligence. So, um, we we have a workflow uh, where you can uh, put up. The, uh, and it works like a like a Dropbox or a data room where you can put all your your, st- your statutory accounts for the last five years. Um, you can put up your uh, marketing plan going forward. Um, you can talk about your product strategy. Um, you can you can give your business the color that it needs um, and the background and the and the information that it needs to attract a partner. Um, when, when you when you sign up to Mentor, we encourage you to do this straight away. And if you haven't done this yet and you're looking to, to partner up, you can do this retrospectively as well. So the listing portal is is not just about exiting a business, which might be down you know later on down the track. E- exiting is not a dirty word. Um, a lot of people exit their businesses for a variety of reasons. Um, you know they may uh, find something um, different they want to do with their lives. They might maybe um, approaching retirement want to you know be on a beach in Rio somewhere, um, or or they you know so illness. They, they might the illness, or they might just um, they might just be looking to take some money off the table because they've worked their ass off for the last twenty years and there's some value in in what they're doing. Um, so, but before before that comes investment, and I think you know having a partner is is probably a natural should be a natural strategy for most businesses. I don't care how small you are, um, if if I mean you. If, if your business can take on a partner, my advice is you probably should because they give you support in, um, in not just the conventional sense, but altruistically, they give you the emotional support. And, you know, when you're um, up at night um, wondering what the future holds, they're probably in the same boat and you can both lean on each other too. So the Mentor Listing Portal um, gives you the means to, to create a profile for your business, um, help uh, potential partners um, understand what your business looks like, and then eventually get you to the point where you might want to exit and find a person to take um, the responsibility off either just yourself, your partner, or both. Yeah, no, I, and I, to me, I think that's a great initiative. And I'm, it's one of the things that's most exciting to me about mentor.com.au. And it's really important. It's a platform which does not exist today and, and, it, and makes money, partnership, capital, human capital and or financial capital and or skill capital um, access people in small businesses, not just the big high techie guys who've got the greatest idea like Atlassian or whatever. I'm not talking about these guys. I mean, great if they come on. I'm talking about just normal Australians who are running their business who just would like to have a partner. And there's lots of people who have money would say, look, I wouldn't mind investing in that cafe business, good little business. I'd like to go there myself. It makes good money. Well, a lot of people don't feel like they're qualified to be investors either. And we, we want to dispel that a little bit. You know, like if you're walking along the street, like you just said, if you're walking down the street and you see some cafe absolutely pumping, you say, hey, look, I'd like to be a part of that. You know, or, you know, there's a hairdresser where, um, or a nail salon where you think they're doing a, um, they've got a, a great infrastructure there and they just don't know quite how to market themselves or they're, they're or going expand, about- Or expand, open another expand one. Or expand, or yeah, maybe there's another location that you have in mind that you can sort of add to or bring to their business. You're the kind of guy that that these businesses need, not the you know not the guys from you know big venture capital funds or private equity firms. You're the guy. You're yeah, the guy that yeah. should be investing in these businesses. Correct. It's, it's, it's interesting you should say, and, I, and, I'll be, and I'll just finish off on this because 
The F45s of the world who have up, you know, F45s everywhere, they're basically going to found themselves partners. They call them franchisees, but they're partners. Correct. That's that's all they are. Same as, uh, you know, Anytime Fitness, all those. They they are they call themselves franchisees. That's just a word. They are going out seeking partners in every location. And these, they're just, just one example in one industry. But if we could get, like, you know, we, the, we one of the episodes for the TV show was the hairdressing salon. Now, I know their aspirations are actually to open up a hair, other hairdressing salons, but for that, they need partners to do it. They need capital, but they need someone to run the salon for them too, like they need a hairdresser or a stylist, whatever they call them these days. So this is, Mentored is designed, the listing portal on Mentored is designed to assist exactly that outcome. Now, in terms of productivity, we have, you know, um, actual politics and productivity commissions and all these various commissions we're having in this country. This is what the government needs to put, get behind because that's how we employ more people. Mm. That's how we make the company more, country more productive. That's how we increase gross domestic product. That's how we uh, uh, um, settle our future. Our economic future is about Australians accessing capital to run these small businesses and capital being able to know where to go. Yeah. And the other thing is, well, just to highlight, uh, as we've seen – not just everyone listening to our podcast and everyone interacting within our, our ecosystem. But yeah, we talk about hairdressers and we talk about nail salons and we talk about cafes, but these are lawyers, builders, accountants, architects, you know, anyone in business. This is not just high street stores. This is everyone in business um, who are looking for these things because everyone wants to work less. Everyone wants to grow, uh, diversify their business so this is um, this is for everyone, which is well, great. I know a mate of mine's old man. He worked in um, capital markets for a long time, made a good living, and sent his kids to private school and all that sort of stuff. And now he runs a butcher, you know, like because that's sort of some, he he came out of retirement. He's like, what am I going to do? And he, I think he saw that there was um, that, that I think butchers have a reputation for being the happiest people on earth. I don't know why. Um, and he like loves meat, so he opened his own butchery. As opposed to dentists, as opposed to the unhappiest people. On <laughs> yeah. Earth. Hey, uh, Mark, I just want to. Um, we we're talking about before about recognition, um, and this is part of one of our initial podcasts. I think we had Bruce Bilson in at the time, who was the uh, small business minister. Um, and you made a point at that stage. It wasn't long after you were awarded the Order of Australia, and you made a point at that stage that you know you want to go in and bat for small business and and give them the recognition that they deserve. And at that point, I think you even went to the um, to the length of saying, well, you know, you're happy to hand back your Order of Australia. And Abbott, Ab- Tony Abbott was a Prime Minister. Tony Abbott was Prime Minister. But I think this whole recognition thing um, about small business and, again, Order of Australia, it, this is not about, uh, yes, it's about your success and my dad's got an Order of Australia and it's not just about his success. It's about how you contribute to society and whether it's philanthropic endeavours, whether it's supporting local sport, whatever it might be. But why don't we put back on the table about pushing forward, even if it's our own award, mentored, and we can put um, this forward to government to say we sh- there should be some sort of recognition a day, a year, whatever it might be, where we're going to identify the battlers out there, the people that have been in business, have put up with a lot of shit, a lot of heartache, and just press on. Um, well, okay. Well, let's make the commitment now. Let's, let's say that every person who registers their business, showcases their business on mentor.com.au in one year's time, yep. we will run some sort of process and we're going to, we're going to appoint, I don't know, whatever we call them, like uh, business champions. Yeah. And I, I think we want to hear your story. That's the, yeah, tell we want to hear story. your full story, how you started, what you've put up with, um, the, the, the stumbles you've had along the way. How you've overcome them, um, how you've grown your business. If you talk, take on, we want to hear your complete story. And 
I think they're the people that need recognition in this country and you've identified it. So we've come this far. Why don't we go to that next level and, and do something next year? We'll do it ourselves in one year and we'll drag the government along screaming with us. Like, you know, they'll want to come along because there's going to be too good an outcome. Because, you know, if we get 100,000 people, like the number of people who download this podcast, if we get those sorts of numbers, you're talking about a significant position in the marketplace. And I reckon Australian small businesses or business owners, the significant others in this country economically, should receive awards. Yeah. And I, you know, you might be the shoe guy who's been in uh, repairing shoes in some part of Western Australia for the last forty years. You've turned up every single day. You've never robbed anybody. You've always done a good job. You've always been polite to everybody. You're the sort of person who should be nominated. Too. And they've contributed to to society. Totally, they've you know? contributed to their community in a big yeah. way. Yeah, everybody knows them, loves them, enjoys talking to them, can rely upon them. I mean, they're not making big dollars. Let's not just look at everybody's making lots of money all the time. It's it's always too much about What's making the lots of money on the community. Yeah, correct. What's what's the impact of that particular business owner in their community, not the broader community, in their community? And let's give them awards. Well, they probably paid a lot of tax along the way as well. Surely totally. they can get just some sort of certificate or award of recognition. From the government? Yeah. Well, they're going to do it from us anyway. So in one year's time, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. It's going to be the mentor.com.au awards, and we're going to celebrate all across the country for everybody. And I'm Channel 7, I love it. Terrific. Well, guys. What's the uh, dress code? Sorry? What's the dress code? <laughs> Make casual, yeah. Just turn up casual. Jeans and a t-shirt. Jeans and t-shirts, and uh, and d- don't shave, and come in, hang out, yeah. and have some fun. Yeah, it's not going to be stitched up. No. I'm I'm over the stitched up stuff, guys. This is fantastic. Thanks for your time. All good the best, guys. Good to be back. Thanks, Dad. Uh, good luck on uh, Monday. Uh, good luck on Tuesday night when the show. Was it Tuesday? Monday, Monday night, nine o'clock, Channel Seven. Don't even know the night. Good luck Monday night, nine o'clock, Channel Seven. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to it. We'll have a beer then. Terrific. Cheers. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.